Have you heard that in traditional CBTI, they recommend not creating a sleep window that is less than five hours long. Maybe you've heard us talking about having a generous, flexible sleep window, and you're wondering what is the best duration, what's the optimal duration for that sleep window? If so, you've come to the right class. This is mine in the comments. This week, I picked a comment that I thought insight that that could be really, really helpful for our community. What a change to have been so profound that I look full at the problem in the face. Like, okay, insomnia, do your worst. I'm not running from you. I'm not going to be scared. It's just sometimes it's just so simple. Like the truth, the truth has to be simple. Otherwise, it's not the truth. I was so trapped in my head before. When I say my whole life changed, like my whole life changed. I'm Coach Daniel, and this is the Sleep Coach School. And so without further ado, let's jump into it and look at the very comments that came in. It was actually a comment on last week's Mind in the Comment, and it, it's from Ilya who says, Daniel, I know it isn't black or white, but in your opinion, what's the best sleep window duration? I'm not really talking about restriction just overall. I would assume five and a half to seven hours, eight seems way too much in my opinion. And so first of all, Ilya, thank you so much for asking this. I think a lot of people in our community have a similar question. So really, really valuable. And it is a very natural question. And, you know, I want to start off by saying this, you know, the sleep window is, can be really, really helpful, but it's also really tricky that this is of course, because sleeping well comes from peace of mind and peace of mind comes from not trying to control and Weirdly, as we will see, structure can actually help us arrive where we don't control, but structure can also make us go like, oh, I have to find the structure that makes me sleep well as soon as possible, which is, is the opposite of letting go, right? So this is the trickiness here. So another way of saying this is that what we teach here, which is this timeless sleep window, is really an invitation to let go, you know, because again, trouble sleeping, insomnia comes from having, trying to have control. So when we say like, make things fuzzy, you know, don't check the time, don't monitor time and things of that age. It's an invitation to maybe see if you can let go of the attempts to have control. This is the idea behind the time sleep window, which I think is actually very different from the traditional CBTI sleep window, where the idea is basically make yourself really sleepy so that the sleepiness overcomes that anxiety and makes you sleep. There's elements of control there. So to summarize it, I think in CBTI, you have like structure plus control. In our teaching, it's like you do have structure but that's just an invitation to let go of control, right? So I want to actually start here by saying that, that we can learn so much from looking at our own questions. So when we ask about best, like like Ilya did here, like what is the best sleep window, we can actually discover something. We can, we can look at sort of like our own question and see like, you know, when I'm asking about the best sleep window, maybe there is sort of an attempt there to figure out an ideal number, the ideal number of the sleep window, which will then give me the best possible chances of sleeping well. You see, within this reasoning, there is an attempt to achieve control, which is so tricky because that's where insomnia comes from. So I think the first thing I want to say, say here is that whenever we ask questions like best, ideal, optimal, that often lends us very well to this kind of mirror method, like looking at, wait, why am I asking this question? And when we discover that, oh, there is actually an attempt there to have control, then that's just so nice because we can go like, aha, and just be, that aha alone is awareness and awareness is change. We don't need to do anything further. When we discovered some attempt within ourselves to have control, 
you know, that discovery alone leads to like a change, you know, when we, we when that happens less and less. Now, with that said, I think there are some kind of practical points to be made here. And one of them is this, that a tight sleep window is probably an attempt to hold on rather than let go, just like a strict diet is when we're trying to lose weight. In other words, if somebody says, you know, hey, okay, this is it. I'm going to have a five-hour sleep window. I'm going to get up at 5 a.m. I'm going to keep myself up until midnight. You know, that this is what I'm going to do. There probably is a really strong desire there to have control. The, sleep, the tight sleep window is an attempt to have control. And, you know, when somebody says like, oh, this is it. I'm going to lose weight by only eating carrots. I'm only going to eat carrots for two weeks and that's it. That's a very, a very strong attempt to have control and it's very rigid. And this is why most diets don't work because we, they, they don't feel natural for us. It's not something we do long term, you know. And so same thing with the kind of tight sleep window. It's it's not, it's, it's there's a lot of pressure there, which makes it difficult. On the other hand, a sleep window that looks like what most people do anyway, is probably less of an attempt to hold on, just like lifestyle change when we are losing weight indefinitely. So somebody says, you know, I'm not doing a diet. I'm just going to change my diet. I'm not doing a diet. I'm just going to change my lifestyle. This is what I'm going to be eating for indefinitely. Nothing super strict, you know, something doable. That's something we can do in the long term. And there's less of that attempt to have control. So I think if, you know, what do most people do? I don't know, but I think, you know, a lot of people probably get up around, you know, 6, 7, something like that. And a lot of people uh, go to bed maybe, you know, 10, 10, 30, 11. So anything that, you know, to you seems like I, I can do this forever. I can stop checking the time around 10 and I can get up at six. You know, that's, that's actually eight hours, which Elias says, that's in my opinion, sounds too long. But again, it's not like, you know, we want that sleep window to be like, okay, I get in bed, fall asleep, get up, get out of bed. No, it's it's like what we want is again the invitation to let go. And if somebody stops checking the time around ten and watches some Netflix and, and things of that nature, I think that can be really, really nice. So again, whatever feels doable, doesn't feel like pressure. And now when you when I say all this, somebody may want to like, so why have this sleep window idea at all? Like, what's the point of it? Well, even just a little bit of structure can help us from chasing sleep, and and, and it can be really nice. So this is when. You know, what is chasing sleep? Chasing sleep is when we kind of like, we wake up in the morning and we check the time and we're like, oh my gosh, I only slept two hours and it's seven o'clock now. I got to stay in bed to get some more sleep. Like I got to try to get some more sleep. But when we have decided that, no, no, I'm going to start my day at seven, then we're like, no, I'm not going to chase sleep. And, and that can be really helpful, you know? And same thing on the other end of, of things, like in the evening, somebody may go like, oh my gosh, I haven't slept much. I'm going to get, a, I'm going to get into bed like 9 p.m. So to get some more sleep, that's chasing sleep. And having a little bit of structure with a sleep window can keep us from chasing sleep, which can be quite helpful because the chasing of sleep is, of course, why we have trouble sleeping. So when I say this, a sleep window can actually help us from chasing sleep. What we see there is actually that structure can help us let go. And I think that can be really, really helpful. But again, a sleep window is just, you know, something, an invitation to let go. And it's not something we need to do forever. It's just uh, when we have been in the mode of like really trying to have control, sleep can help us to loosen that up. And at some point, you know, we don't even need to think about a sleep window. We just live our lives and sleep happens by itself. But those were some thoughts that I hope will be helpful to you, Ilya, and to the rest of the community. Ilya, did this make sense to you? Let us know in the comment section. That would be really helpful. And for anyone out there who is finding their way to letting go, that is wonderful. Let us know about that, of course. It's so nice to hear about. But if you're finding things are tricky, you're finding yourself isolated, it feels like a lonely journey, you're not really seeing how you can arrive where you want to be, which is that place of peaceful sleep and peace of mind where you feel like yourself again, 
do head over to our website, thesleepcoach.com. Check out our coaching options. If you decide to join us, we look forward to seeing you on the inside. With that said, I wish you a nice weekend and look forward to seeing you back real soon. Bye for now. That was all for today. I hope you found this episode really eye-opening. And if you're looking for something more tangible, then head over to our website, thesleepcoachschool.com, and you'll find several coaching options where our teachings can be contextualized for you personally. If you decide to join, we look forward to seeing you on the other side.